Hey, podcast. Rich here. We got Adam Timander, who interviewed me today, graciously gave up his time and brought you guys some deeper insights into how I see things. He is a past student of mine, one of my top performing uh, full stack marketing funnel students. Believe you're registered for the academy in September. Is that correct? Yeah. Excellent, man. You're going to get tons of value out of that because that is designed for my graduates to truly apply everything and have me there next to them. That's what we were talking about. I can't always be there, but what did I do? I created one place of gathering where everyone can come and get a little bit of access with a very affordable cost. And it's like, how do you give value at scale? It's a never ending thinking of that because why wouldn't you want to bring value to as many people as possible? Let me ask you, you have a couple clients. What is your next milestone that you want to hit? Um, I would love to say that I had a, a fixed number and I know I should have, but I mean, I've been always looking for um, the, are we talking goals right now or next? Yeah, like what is the thing you want to feel next that's happening in your life? Like maybe it's like, oh, I have someone working for me or maybe it's like, oh, I'm taking on a $10,000 consultation or it's, I have five clients. Like what is, what's, what's the next thing on your list that like, why am I not here yet? Yeah, it's all those things combined to have more clients to get the revenue flow, to get that freedom of having, uh, tools at your disposal and, and, right. and resources. And so how that. many people do you talk to every week about digital marketing that are not currently your clients? So we just started uh, a sales uh, rush. So we're Who's doing we, of, by the way, I, I, I actually got a partner. Oh, good. Okay. Interesting. And so will he take on sales or will you take on sales? We're doing it both right now. Uh, he, he's, I'm doing a lot of like video, video assessments, video presentations and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And being a little bit of the face of the, mm -hmm. of the, of the sales, mm -hmm. he's doing a lot of emailing, prospecting, structuring. Mm -hmm. So we're kind of uh, complementary to each other on that sense. Cool. I recommend that you ask your partner to outreach to me and I will give you guys some feedback on how it feels to receive your outreach. If he's doing it in Swedish, maybe he can translate it, but are you guys outreaching in Swedish? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We, we took a real, uh, we took a real pragmatic uh, approach to this. So we're, we're, we were talking about all the kinds of niches would be uh, available. And then we realized like I have this, <laughs> at least we have this, uh, after all the struggles with, with my couple of clients, I, I at least have this solid case study with a, with a solid. Wait, give me an example of one of the niches you chose. So we chose now is the, is the gym niche that I had this, uh, okay. this result for. So we, we made, we made a, a, a lead magnet with a case study video, basically. So we're doing some emails, pointing them directly to that uh, opt-in for that uh, video case study. And then we have, I'm doing a personal videos of like three minutes, like mm -hmm. doing a mini, mini assessment of their like Facebook pixel and trying to explain the value of investing in that, trying to help out and, and build a relationship and then take it forward. I highly consider that if you've got some niches in mind, you do something like this. You create a deck presentation and it's called... 10 critical 
actions every gym must take in 2020 due to coronavirus. Love it. And it's like, hey, we would like to present this to you and your team for free. You can bring anyone you want. You just have to join this call. It'll be 30 minutes. We believe we have marketing solutions for the now, but we just like to bring you some value. You don't have to hire us. You know, I think coming in with something powerful, a little bit more content driven that you need to get them in a better sales scenario, right? Like when you're already sending like mini micro videos, A, the person never asked. And so they might not even want to think about what you're saying. Whereas if you can reach the business owner and get them excited about some new information that they don't have yet, and while you have them on that call, you can seamlessly say like, we can provide these 10 things and this is the cost. Um, I think that's exciting. I think that you want to have them in this emotional state of like hearing the opportunity, seeing what they're doing wrong, and then knowing there's someone that took the time to explain this. Like it's a bit of a modern take on the situation, but I've, I, I would do that if I was in your situation. I would also be way more critical of the email outreach you're doing. I, I cannot stress enough that 90% of the email outreach is absolutely atrocious of what I read. I instantly erase or spam. It's very hard to do it. You need to be very thoughtful about your opening line. It has to be very personalized. There has to be one very clear action they can take. It cannot be this long-winded explanation. And that's why I like going in like, hey, we just finished this presentation and we'd love to show it to your team next you've got some time next week, click below. We'll book it in, bring whoever you want. No obligation. And then I just think that those who want to grow their business may come in. Whereas those who weren't interested, they just don't do anything and you don't have to spend that much time with them. I mean, there's endless tactical approaches to this. It sounds like you're going to, you know, you're in a good spot with your partner, but be a bit more harsh on your outreach because you need calls every week. If you need revenue, you need calls every week. Um, because what happens is when you don't have enough calls coming in, you feel trapped by the ones that do, like you have to say yes. And a lot of times you may not want that client. Have you had that experience yet? Definitely. Yeah. Right. So I would also set a minimum price from now on. And, and, and that has to include like setting up everything. Like, you know, that process of discovery of like setting up their folders in Google drive, sending them an email, like you have to price that in. And so you have to, it doesn't matter what you serve. There has to be a minimum cost. Now, maybe it's 3k, maybe it's four, maybe it's 10. I don't know if you have a partner. I think that's important. And I think that that way you don't waste a single moment with people who are like, maybe this is 300 bucks and that'll be great. Like those are the clueless people. There's no point of being in business at that price point because you can't even advertise your service eventually. It eats up too much of your margin, right? There's so little margin in agency as it is that that's why as soon as you get a few clients under your belt, I would also work into more of either software or information and try and sell something a little bit more scalable because agency is not that scalable. It can bring you money right away and good money, but you still have to work every day or relatively, right? Whereas once your agency has four clients, six clients, then you go make a little product about all those clients. Like here is our gym business boot camp kit, right? And then it's like 95 or 195 or 595, whatever. And it's like for all those people who you gave the presentation for who don't want your services now, 
they can just downsell into the product. They can watch it on with their own self and you don't have to do anything. And that's a downsell. But it all comes from committing to that niche and like building out that deck that brings in that attention. It starts with attention, right? And the problem with cold email and cold videos is like, you don't actually have their attention yet. And you're giving all this stuff without having the attention. Whereas if you create a deck, it's like, hey, are you curious what's in my deck? Do you want to know how we took client A to this mark in 90 days? Right? And hopefully you have something that's a little better than what's on YouTube. And you probably will because very few people are putting out digital marketing education for gyms in a professional way on YouTube. Right now it's like general digital marketing still. Right? Yeah, so, so it's a little bit of an of, of a interesting spot here because I'm totally on board like uh, devoting yourself to your niche and to really right. go deep to serve them better mm-hmm. and it's better for everyone and but in this spot like i think we we would go for another niche that are more uh, ikigai uh, yep. close but this was like this felt pragmatic and this is like i mean i'm all for running businesses with the heart and with passion and with those components. Uh, but this is like, okay, let's be pragmatic. We have this case study that will make things easier for us to get the ball rolling. We get a few clients, we can pick and choose more. We can don't feel that knife on the throat pressure when choosing another niche. Yeah, man. I don't even think you need a niche. Like necessarily you talked about a niche and I think that's how I would approach it. But yeah, I mean, hopefully your deck that you make for the fitness groups, you can just like cross out fitness and put like laser clinics and then you can cross that and you can put like, um, I don't know, local market market or grocery store. I don't know. I mean like, yes, it's great. You have the case study, but that case study can somewhat be transferable to other things. I mean, I think it's good that you open up to more people. I mean, I think in Sweden, I, I don't think you have that much competition yet. So why would you just go into gyms? Like you should go into law firms, medical clinics, the highest priced professional services out there, insurance, um, because they have the most money and those are needs-based businesses. They're not going to go away. Well, maybe not laser clinics, but um, yeah, fitness, fitness isn't a high margin industry, man. It's like, it's not really the ideal. Fitness influencer is going to break the game anyways. Like a gym will get knocked out by the best influencers because people want to train with special people, not at a location, right? And I think that you definitely need a couple other niches. Yeah. Tech, uh, Swedish tech companies. Have you gone into that? Those people are the most open-minded. They're doing a startup. Like you could get in on the ground floor. Maybe you get paid 2K a month plus a bit of equity or I don't know. I mean- the, yeah, I definitely want you to look into some more profitable niches. Why not? It's the same work. Yeah, I, I mean, I completely agree. It's it's more. I think uh, it's it's more getting the, the 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 what do you say the feet off the ground faster to yeah. to, to hit the ground running. Basically, totally. like we totally. we we want the, we want ten more clients yesterday a little bit. Like we want right. But here's the problem, man. Like you guys can't handle ten more clients tomorrow. You actually maybe want one bigger, juicier client that kind of like sustains a lot and then be dabbling as well, right? Like you, the more clients, the more challenge. So be careful. Like 
if you like, let's say you both want to make 5k a month, so you need 10k cash flow in. I mean, you're much better off with three 4k clients than 10 1k clients, right? Because 10 1k clients means outsourcing right away, probably cutting into the margin. However, maybe you're thinking it's an easier process. It's simpler. Like we just get them in and they just get four videos. Great. I think if you're thinking like that and you're thinking about more of like a deliverable conveyor belt, that's cool. But if you're talking consulting and strategy and branding, like you kind of want to have a niche, right? So it sounds like maybe you're getting into content delivery, which is cool. I think that that's so unsaturated. No one does it hardly. But I think that you need to take the approach that you have some creative edge because software and other companies will deliver very cost-effective content repurposing in the next two years. Like it's going to be a common thing. Like I'll just tell you right now, someone has approached me to provide me basically a video edit, a video thumbnail, a quote in three different aspect ratios for all three. So nine pieces of content every day for under 700 US. Now, I don't know what you think about that, but to me, that sounds quite cost-effective. But what they don't offer, they don't help you pick the clip. They don't add too much creativity. You kind of design it at the beginning. You work with a designer to come up with the outline. If you want to know who this company is, I'll tell you. Maybe you want to go mimic them. Um, But... That's only if you get their premium daily plan. If you go to once a week or, or lower, it's much more expensive. That is the premium value option. They want you in on that. But I want to make it clear that 700 for that much content, it's pretty cost effective. And it's like, yeah. you're up against it. And so if you want to do that, that's okay. But own the Swedish culture around that and and have some elements of creativity. Like, hey, we're going to help you pick your best clips. Hey, we're going to help you with your video strategy so that you know what to create. Like I would try and have that as an upsell. It's, well. it's, it's not, it's not content where it's, uh, it's, it's the scale of, of building the funnels right. basically to have, so to you have that. Do only funnels. Yeah. Like to have that as the main project or at least try to, to steer them to that because that would be uh, an initial Right. So I think like you should make sure that you refer to it more as lead generation, automatic lead generation, bringing you emails at a very cost effective rate. Because what the funnel essentially does is it, it entices people to put their email in and then it creates an automated experience around that. And so people don't want to talk funnels. They want to talk lead gen. So make sure you're like, Hey, my company bills automatic, like automated lead gen through Facebook and Instagram. We can help you get like leads for less than three to five dollars for email, um, and you can really yeah. promise that. Like yeah. you can actually get dollar leads if you're good, especially Sweden probably. But yeah, yeah, yeah. lead gen. I understand it. You know why I was thinking you want to do content is because you told me you do video and stuff. And also, yeah. don't forget, funnel is kind of a one-time build in a sense. It's not. Yeah every month whereas yeah, content can be every month that's 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 i think the beauty of this because i have that video background i'm 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 uh, i think i can mix it in with that with the ad main, yeah. main, the, the funnel maintenance do. the ad work and the, and the like content yes. 
Yes. You know, so I, you I got, really are using my model as well. I think you're yes. following it very closely. Yes. You see yes, what yes. I'm doing. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Great. You know, you know, you know what, if I want, I want to get your thoughts on this because I was interviewed by some students here that goes in a program in the, my small town that's called Digital Content Production. Mm-hmm. And, and I was like, do you, do you want to do like, uh, what do you call it, internship? And they're dying for it. Yeah. But basically, I've opened up this well of a lot of leads to nice. people who could do like really, like really okay yeah. production. And that's like, that's all I need for, at least for my clients. Right. When I can, if I'm my personal brand, my industry, I can work with some better. But I, I'm like, yeah, I, it's, I could probably have to work with them to get the content. I'm, I'm trying one of them now and it's like, you will get there. I mean, it's a yeah. time effective. I don't know, but. I think there's some kind of scale to that. Do you think there's possibility to have like a little army of content creators? Yeah, I think that is possible. Um, I think it all comes down to like, if they're coming in pre-trained, that really, really helps because that is what I find to be difficult is like, how do you get people up to speed? Do they have a computer? Do they have Adobe Premiere? Like, so yeah, I do think so. And I mean, that's partly why I put out educational content is to find out people who are learning and serious and I attract them into the business. I think you do want that because you want people who learn under you. You don't want people coming in with some other different agency models and then they're like, oh, well, we didn't do it this way. It's like, well, okay, well, that's how we do it. But you know, I, you see what I mean? Like, It's really great to have access to students, I think, and especially in marketing. And young people who are native to YouTubing. And- of course, like- of course, absolutely. And I think that when they look at the job prospects like digital marker slash social media marketer plus the fact that they know that that would lead them into doing their own personal stuff like that's just too attractive to ignore for most people yeah and and, you know it's like tying back to what we started talking about like that student she's like looking for jobs in like a barista or something i'm like yeah you know how many businesses would love to have someone make content for them totally because people are waking up to the realization hey we can't do this it's impossible for us we don't know at least even what to do (laughs) right and it's like why would they want to invest in all the equipment why would they want to set up a new office space like if you can do it remotely in some capacity like that's going to be so attractive as well um i think that's what's amazing is like you can get started with the laptop you have already. That's all you need really to do everything, maybe a camera, but your client should often provide the base level footage and stuff yeah. you use, but funnels, websites, all laptop, all doable tomorrow. I, I, I mean, those two clients I'm working with, they're doing all their content now. I'm just editing it and like right. curing. That curing. is the model. That is the model. I think it's looking good. Uh, could I could I have you expand on that, like the product productization of mm-hmm. the service? Right. You mentioned the gym, and I and I really like that, like to have that as a downsell, or yes, not even as a downsell in the future to have in whatever uh, audience you're servicing to have that digital product. Well, let, well, let's say now we have that uh, gym example. What would you say be like, what would the MVP be for that product? 
Like a few videos, a program, what, what, yep. what? Basically, yeah, you got it. You're figuring it out. Essentially, it's the do-it-yourself version of whatever you are going to do for them. And it's just like, here's what you got to do. Here's some videos to explain why you would do it. It's essentially that person saying, look, I don't have 5K for you to build my funnel, but I know how to use WordPress. I already run my own website. Like if you want to just give me like a little course, um, that something I could take. And I think that it also requires you to listen to your objections. Like if people say price is an, a problem, then you also want to ask them like, is it the value that's the, the issue, right? Because if it's valuable enough, they should want to pay it. But sometimes businesses just don't have the cash and look at where we are right now. People don't have tons of extra cash. Um, so I think like giving them the option that, hey, we won't do this for you, but we can provide you a training program that we've designed and we will follow up with you to make sure you've implemented it and we'll answer any questions along the way. It's a third of the cost of our full service. So instead of the you know, 5K, it's only 1,200 and that comes with the consultation call at the end. And it is what it is, right? I mean, you're getting into the world of education because that's what consulting is so much, knowledge transfer. And so you can transfer them the how-to of that case study without being in their presence. And that's a great skill to develop as well, right? That's realizing like, hey, as soon as I can make money and help people while I'm sleeping, I have made it because this removes the time constraints I have in my life. So always thinking like, I have to be awake to go do this client work what could be working for me while I'm sleeping? And that really unlocks massive potential for people. That feels like your main path right now to build mm -hmm. that library of digital mm -hmm. products. How yep. where are you on that path? Yeah, I am on that path. Absolutely. And I think that it's part of the evolution of our current culture. And it's just like, People are, they'd rather do things on their own time than be forced to show up and be present just because that's the only way to communicate. So letting people watch videos at their own speed, at their own time, wearing whatever they want in the morning, in the night, when their kid's sleeping, like you're still bringing value. Not everyone's dumb. Not everyone can't do it on their own. And I think that there should be an offer there. And so all I'm doing I still have clients. It's just most people are doing it themselves now. I teach, I do the exact same thing for my clients as I share in my education. So you can do what I do, but I won't be there with you, but you will know what I do. And that in itself will be enough for many people who can figure it out. And that's what a lot of people like. Why? Because then they create all the excess value because they took the action on my $300 course. They created $100,000 extra in their life. They did it. They took advantage of a low cost offer instead of having someone handhold them paying 10K. Now they only made a 10 times return instead of a 100 times return. That's cool, right? Yeah. My students are just my clients. It's the same thing. And I'm trying to make sure that when they're on their own, they're taken care of. And that's what prevents people from asking for money back. That's what prevents bad reviews. It's like, you did the best you could without being there. Is that, uh, 
I guess it's that service mindset of, of a great digital marketer Absolutely. to be like always serving. That's right. It's a great place to be at, man. I think that service gives us purpose. Service makes us act differently. Um, you know, it's, it, it's something we haven't been brought up enough with, like that we should be thinking about serving others, not ourselves, And that's how we actually become more wealthy is that it's too many young people are like, how do I protect myself and, and forget about what other people need? I, I was there myself. I, I remember changing over to sort of a gratitude service-based mentality. It really helps. It's, a, it's an underrated thing. Let's, uh, let's say thank you to everyone who listened today. And uh, if you're out there and want to become a better digital marketer, um, you, know, you can follow at Rich and Niche on Insta and Twitter. You can come to my website, richandniche.com. Um, so that is the theory. That is the thesis. That is the belief system. And I think that uh, I'm proud to say that it appears you are adopting a similar one. And I look forward to catching up with you probably 12 months from now to see where you're at, to see what you've done with all this. I mean, that's the cool thing about being my student. You know, it's kind of like this, well, well, now we have a relationship where I'm going to be keeping an eye on you. And I think it'll be great if you can come back and tell us where you're at in about 12 months. Definitely. Hey, what's up, guys? Rich here. Thank you so much for listening to that episode. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast. We are going to be sending it out to all the major platforms. Don't forget to check us out on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter at Rich and Niche. Go to our website, richandniche.com for our courses, my book, all sorts of powerful resources. And once again, thank you so much for listening to this podcast.